0: Hey, good morning, Marcel Bible Church. He is risen.
1: He is risen indeed.
0: I'm sorry, I'm not sure you heard me. <laughs> I said he is risen.
1: He is risen indeed.
0: So glad you are here, welcome. Happy Easter to each of you. My name is Troy, I'm one of the co-lead pastors
1: here. And my name is Ashley, I'm our other co-lead pastor.
0: And uh, we're, we're so glad you joined us. I'm going to ask you, if you're willing and able, we're going to begin today by asking you to stand. And uh, as we launch into our celebration this morning, we're going to ask you to read with us a bit of a call to worship. I'm going to ask you to read everything that's inside of the brackets in response to whatever Ashley and I... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to ask you to read everything inside of the brackets. That's what I was saying in between the feedbacks there. All right? So again, so let's do this together. If you'd please join us as we would read these opening slides. Are they there? Great. He is risen. He is risen. <laughs> On, I got to sin over here. On this glorious Easter day. We have come to celebrate and proclaim the greatness of Jesus Christ, our Lord, so let us rejoice. Hallelujah,
2: hallelujah, Jesus is Lord of all the earth. He is the King
1: of creation. On this most holy of days, Jesus has risen triumphant from the tomb. Let us rejoice. Yeah.
0: On this holy day, we celebrate our new life in the risen Christ. Through the death of Jesus, the weight of
1: our sin has been lifted from us. Through his glorious resurrection, we have become sons and daughters yeah. of God. Yes. Let us rejoice. Yes.
2: Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Let's see.
3: Good morning Mars Hill. The Lord be with you. invite you to have a seat. My name is Tim. If we haven't had a chance to meet, um, I have the privilege of being the associate pastor here at Mars Hill Bible Church and whether you are at Mars Hill Bible Church here or in Grand Rapids each week or online, a warm welcome to you. It's good to be together family. Yeah. And speaking of family, we got uh, some kids in here, and they're going to be with us. Uh, so we're thrilled about that. We have some children who are also stepping into baptism today, as as long with, uh, alongside some older folks. And so make yourself at home. We get to be family together. So we have some coloring sheets spread around too. And uh, let's dive right in. Sound okay? <laughs> All right. Our first teaching text of two comes to us from the book of John. Now, this, this has the scene of the disciples gathered around a tomb, this time with Jesus alongside them, undisguised, because the tomb that they are at in John chapter 11 is the tomb of Lazarus, Jesus' good friend. And what, what Jesus is about to do in the raising of Lazarus from the dead foreshadows what he does in his resurrection just a few chapters later. And Easter, today's primary celebration and text, an event like no other before it in history. And through the bidding of the Father and the work of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, it is as if time itself and death itself begin to work backwards, says C.S. Lewis. And so offered to us in the parallel stories of Lazarus's raising from the dead and Jesus' resurrection on Easter are some key components that we don't want to miss. Available to us that are shown in these texts is the possibility offered to us by the resurrection. The promise of God of resurrection and the power that is ours through the Holy Spirit. So let's take a look at this story. Jesus offers us the possibility of a new future. So he's walking to the town of Bethany where his friend Lazarus has just died. And he himself is saying in his ministry already that there is possibility for a future. In Matthew 19, all things are possible. And Jesus lived in such a way that even when he came to the tomb of Lazarus, Lazarus' sister Martha comes to Jesus and she says, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died but I know that even now, after death, that God will give you whatever it is that you ask. Somehow she knows that through the way that Jesus has lived and loved, that it is even a possibility that death can be overcome and pushed back against. And so friends, maybe this morning, amidst Celebration and certainty that seems to be all around us, and rightfully so. In the midst of that, if you are wondering or longing for maybe not certainty, but just the glimmer of hope or the possibility that life might be different, that this Jesus may be different than anything else you've tried, Christ offers to us in the resurrection that possibility. You are in good company in your wondering, in your doubting, and in your hoping. Christ meets us with new possibility. It's as if it, the all of creation, according to Romans 8, is crying out with anticipation that the way things are are not the way that things have to stay. Amen. Because of the work of Jesus. But Jesus offers us in this text and in the resurrection account, not just possibility, but also promise. As Jesus draws closer to the tomb of Lazarus, this is verse 23 of chapter 11 in John. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. And Jesus says to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Jesus states the eternal promise right up front. And friends, this is what we get to be called into because Jesus, in doing so, is naming himself as the I Am and any of the first century Jewish ears, including Martha, would know, oh, you're about the work that God has been doing for centuries of restoration and fulfilling the covenant promise and inviting us into deeper power. So friends, not only... Do we have the promise in front of us, but the power through the Holy Spirit in us? Get this. We know that Jesus is not just like any other teacher or rabbi or really any other option that I have encountered any day to date. He says this in John 10, no one takes my life from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. And I have the authority to lay it down and take it back up again. And Jesus brings this power to bear. This is verse 38 of chapter 11. He says this, Jesus moved once more, came to the tomb of Lazarus. It was a cave with a stone laid across it. He says, take away the stone. As if to say in advance, anything that's in the way of the work of God, move. And when he had said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and cloth around his face. And Jesus said to them, Take off the grave clothes and let him go. There is power that Christ offers and holds to bring life out of death, seen here and again with finality in Christ's resurrection, where one who died for all will bring us to life forever. So what in the world do we take from this 2022 Easter that we wish was warmer but it's pretty cold but deceptively sunny? Here we are. What do we do with this I think the invitation to us is twofold. One is a greater participation in the resurrection song of life. We look at that verse 43 on the screen there. Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Sometimes we are to join Jesus in the calling out. And then sometimes we are called to. Because of what Christ has done, in the resurrection and defeating the powers of death and evil forever, we are invited to join the song of life that exposes death and brokenness for the lie that they are. That we too can speak with this authority even to death. Lazarus, come out. We join the call that Jesus extends to dead and broken places, calling them back to life in the power of the Holy Spirit. Earlier this week, a number of us gathered in Grand Rapids for a prayer service of lament about the killing of Patrick Leoya, to step to the face of the tomb, as Jesus does, and join him, saying, this is not right, to join Martha and Mary, saying, Lord, there must be a better way, and we join that call of Jesus as a community and as individuals when we pray for a peaceful way forward, for restoration. We pray for justice. It happens when we give generously, when we call others back to life, when we share the good news of Jesus' saving work with friends and with family, when we open the tables, when we pray for healing, when we, with abandon, we sing and praise and come and approach the font and be baptized. And we're just scratching the surface, friends, of what it means to join Jesus in the call of life. But that's our call to participate in today. And we also get a chance to be called to by Jesus. He names Lazarus from beyond the grave. And so I don't know what it means to hear that call for you this morning. Could it be that this same Jesus is calling out, though you be breathing, calling to you in what seems like the grip of death, saying, come out. Come out of what's been holding you. Come all out of the patterns that have entrapped you. Come back and join the song of life. What is today does not have to be the thing that is holding you tomorrow. Come out of the tomb. And so we have some time and some space for you to hear that call. Spirit, would you tune our ears to it? that we would perceive it. Isaiah 43 says this, Behold, I am doing a new thing, says the Lord. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm bringing streams in the wasteland. And so we get a chance with these baptisms this morning as we continue to sing and praise to see this resurrection story on display. We have quite a few of them. And I think that's good because it takes a while for things to get into my head and heart. That the story that God is calling Lazarus into, all of humanity into, these particular people who are being baptized is the same story that each of us are called into. That we see what's being rehearsed here in this waters is the same thing God is doing at creation with the parting of the waters or at the Red Sea when he leads his people through the waters to a new future, a new identity. And when they cross the Jordan River from a moment of exile to a moment of home, that's the story that's being put on display for us each this morning. And we can lay hold of that as the Holy Spirit leads us to perceive it and to participate in it, every single one of us. And so with that, we rehearse the story that Christ has died and Christ is risen and Christ will come again. And so, friends, come, those who are being baptized, and all of you, to participate by proxy and in spirit. Come, for all things are now ready.
0: Thank you, Tim. I've never had so much ankle showing in a public place. I am thrilled today to be able to, with joy, celebrate with those who are being baptized and with their families as they enter into these baptismal waters. Um, As you follow in the footsteps of so many people who are both in this room, but people throughout generations who have formally joined the worshiping body of Jesus in this sacred act. I'm going to invite you, if you're being baptized today, I want to invite you to stand up right now. and this morning I'm going to ask you I'm just gonna ask you one question and if you agree with this question I want you to respond with I do okay and here's the question do you desire to join the family of God? Do you desire to love and serve God and love and serve other people in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit? I'm glad. Uh, Just so the rest of you know, please stay standing. Uh, When they come into the water, I'm going to greet them and I'm probably going to try to make them smile or laugh. And then I'm just going to speak these simple words over them. It is with great joy that I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And I promised them that the rest of the room, when they came up out of the water, that they would be welcomed, that they would be greeted, that they would be celebrated. So I put you on the spot. You're welcome. So join us in celebrating with them. And then uh, while they're standing, I want to invite you now to extend a hand in their direction. And let's pray a prayer of blessing over them before they enter into these waters together. Do we have that slide? Great. Let me pray a prayer for us over these people. This morning, Father, we're grateful for our brothers and our sisters. Would you bless them as they enter into these waters? Would you fill them with great joy? And would you fill this room with joy and reminders of new life? And would you bind us together in the words that Jesus prayed that all would be made one? Would you unite us? Would you unify us? And we pray All of these things in the name of Jesus. And amen. Amen.
1: In just a few moments with music. But as each of our brothers and sisters was raised from the waters this morning, it's as if I could hear Jesus calling from the text that Tim just read for us in a loud voice to each one as he did to Lazarus Kuyper, come out. Kelly, come out. And this morning, I want to remind us that there are a couple of realities on the other side of the journey from death to life, from the tomb to resurrection. And the first reality is this. There are no grave clothes. Lazarus comes out of the tomb and he was wrapped with strips of linen. There was a cloth across his face. In ancient days, you have to understand this wrapping was tight. Limbs were tightly bound. People's mouths were covered. So the miracle, in part, was that Lazarus could move at all. And the first thing that Jesus says is to take them off and to let Lazarus go. In Luke's gospel, Peter was puzzled because he saw strips of linen lying by themselves in the place where Jesus had been buried. The text says he wondered what had happened. Mars Hill, friends, and family, what grave clothes? did you wear to church this morning? What did you bring with you in the wake of Holy Saturday to trickle in the doors behind you? I wore a little anxiety and skepticism. I wore a little stress getting my beautiful coordinated children the door this morning. You who have come out of the tomb, be unbound by the things of the dead and believe in Jesus' life. For that cancer diagnosis for your depression for the strained relationship with a relative that might be sitting next to you this very second for the poor and the refugee and the widow amongst us leave the grave clothes behind and like peter mars hill may we leave the world wondering second in the light of resurrection the waters. They aren't just for our individual lives. Paul, the Apostle Paul, he reminds us in his first letter to the church at Corinth that we were all baptized by one spirit so as to form one body. One scholar would say that Christ is the very atmosphere in which you now live, but you don't live there alone. Mars Hill, second, we have to understand we are one body. See, as a separate body part, we cannot function. But in the body is life. In the body is the truth and the power of Christ's resurrection. In the body is renewal. I want to invite those of you who've been living go it alone to remember the body of which you are a part this morning. Here's what I want you to do. Look around you. Look around you. Go ahead. Look around at the faces, both familiar and unfamiliar, who were seconds before just strangers. This, this is the body, the body that Paul continues on and says, now drinks of the Spirit. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit is in you. This is the same spirit that Jesus says now gives life in John 6. So my brothers and sisters, come out. Leave your grave clothes behind. And as one body in the resurrected Christ that drinks deeply of the Holy Spirit, give life. Give life. Give life. Life. Give life to the world. No, give life to Granville. Give life to Grand Rapids. Give life. To our very city that so desperately needs it after the loss of Brother Patrick. Give life to his mother. Give life to those who are civil servants, postal workers, police officers, and local governing officials. Give life to single parents. Give life to children who have no parents. Give life to your neighbor, the stranger, the houseless. Give life to both the victim and the oppressor. Give life because we are the unified body in Christ. Christ who defeated death and on the third day he rose again. He is risen. In one of today's readings from Luke 24, we remember that after the resurrection, it was when Jesus was at table with two of his disciples that their eyes were open and they recognized him. So as we come to the table now, Mars Hill, on this good Easter morning, May we come not just as individuals or individual families. May we come as a unified body. And as we dine with one another, as we dine with Christ, may our eyes be opened and may we recognize him afresh in our midst. So I say to you, the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. In a spirit of thanksgiving, would you pray with me now? How right and a good and joyful thing at all times and in all places to give thanks to you, almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. Therefore, we praise you joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And so, Holy Spirit, we pray that in the work that you have done in the stirring of the waters, may we eat and drink deeply this morning. Open our eyes. May we recognize your presence in our midst, that you are risen and you are amongst us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he was at the table with his disciples and he took bread. And after giving thanks, he broke it. And he said, this is my body which is for you, do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup. And after giving thanks, he said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Whenever you drink this, do it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread, and you drink this cup. You proclaim on this side of the resurrection, the Lord's death until he comes again. And so this Easter morning, brothers and sisters, we are not just gathered as one body in one location, as friends and family, as people watching online. We join with those who have gone before us, this great cloud of witnesses and other believers, both near and far in places who know the broken body of Christ in a different way. We join our voices in proclaiming the mystery, the mystery of this faith. And that is this, that Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. So Mars Hill as one body leaving your grave clothes behind. Receive who you are, all is ready. If you've not been here before, we have stations set up in between the aisles where you may receive as you are ready. We also have prayer walls in the back that are lit up by candles. Should you today want to renew the depth of your understanding and your yes, that resonates from your spirit, or should you have any prayer need this morning? Our staff prays for you every Tuesday. We would love to pray for you once again. We've got prayer walls and also Brian, our Care and Connections Pastor, and Tim, our Associate Pastor, are here to pray with you in person as well. Receive who you are, the body of Christ.
2: We sing one more. I was rude out to introduce myself at the beginning. My name is Delwyn, and a welcome just like you've already been given from Troy and Ashley and Tim. This last song is one that is one of our favorites around here. It's called King of Kings. One of my personal favorites because I think it tells the entire faith story in about four minutes. We've sang it so many times, but this time let's sing it like it was the first time, right? sing with new meaning let's celebrate on this
1: Amen. Well, Mars Hill, we are so so glad that you joined us for Easter this year. We are grateful that Christ is risen, and we are living as a risen Easter people, Jesus people, for the sake of the world. So for of you, we know that this might be your first time, so a couple points of connection for you. We still have Brian and Tim available to pray with you. Also, one of our newest pastors, Denise Kingdom Greer, she is in the Welcome Center ready to greet you right out these doors. Yes, we love Pastor Denise, and she has been so uh, wonderful for our community in the recent months. But if you've never been here, she has a welcome packet for you there. She'd love to give you that packet and tell you a little bit more about our church for those of you who come to Mars Hill regularly you're part of our body we have joy boxes in the back on your way out or you can still give online at marshill.org and now church if you would extend your hands to receive this benediction our brothers and sisters of Mars Hill Bible Church may you go from this place walking in the powerful, death-defying light of Christ's resurrection. May you be captured afresh by his life and by the new life available to you in Christ.
0: And may you find fresh joy Mm. in having been baptized into one body. And may you live into that unity a unity secured for us in Christ's defeat of the sting of death, a division that no longer exists Mm -hmm. among us. So friends, may you go in joy and may you go in courage to love and serve the Lord for the sake of the world. And may God's grace and God's peace be with each and every one of you.